What's up, everybody? Lex and Stacy, threesome podcast number one twenty three. It's good to uh, speak to you once again. It's been a while. It has. Stacy has been under the weather and incognito and missing and all that stuff for uh, a couple of weeks here. So uh, it's good to have you back, Stacy. Glad you're alive. I am happy to be alive. I think. Yeah, that's good. You know, winter's going away. You should be too soon coming out of your cave. It's it's it, in Michigan. I live in Michigan. Um, you know, it is a, a cold, snowy state. You think of snow when you think of Michigan, along among other things. Um, the frogs were already singing in February. That's not normal. No. That is that is not normal. February in Michigan is cold. That is what it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be frog singing. How about this? Chicago has had zero snow this year. You know that scene in Independence Day when all of the spaceships have come and they're hovering over each major city around the world? Mm Mm-hmm. And all of the dumbasses in L.A. go to the top of whatever. You would know what the building is. I have no idea. Go to the top of that building, and they're holding their signs up to it. Yeah, U.S. Bank building. Welcome. We're friends. Yay. Remember that? They're Mm -hmm. all, like, being happy. And then they're the first ones that die when (laughs) the the laser beam comes down. If you are a person who says, oh, man, I am loving this warm weather in February in Michigan, you are one of those people on top of that building. Yep. You should die first. This is not normal. No. We've had... uh what I would say is a normal winter for Dallas, but it is already 80-something degrees on March oh 1st. Oh, my God. See, that's not normal. Yeah. It makes me really uneasy. This has nothing to do with politics, folks. This has nothing to do with Trump or Obama or anything. That's just not right. No matter what your political affiliation is, frog singing in Michigan in February is not right. No, just scientifically speaking, things are different uh, in the last 50 years. And it is getting worse and worse. The earth is dying. We're killing it. Yeah. We're watching its last sputters. I mean, we're, uh, we're looking at places with water problems and stuff like that. Um that's not good. No. So, uh, we don't mean to be Debbie Downer over here, but do uh, pay a little attention to what is going on as far as... Hey, just look at your own city, wherever you are, for the last 20 years, and break out the almanac. It's online now. And... <laughs> Look at what's happened in your city weather-wise, and you'll be astonished. I don't care where you live. You will be absolutely astonished as to what's going on. And a two-degree difference is the difference between us having some severe problems. We're two degrees away from that, Fahrenheit-wise. Right. From having some real issues in the form of what that will do to the planet. 
And I don't understand, and now I guess it has to be political, but I don't want it to be political, but you have Trump and the Republicans who make it political, and the, the stupid and the uneducated, you know, Trump supporters who who deny science, who, you know, <laughs> seem to think that somehow someone with an education who's, like, researching stuff and trying to figure stuff out, somehow they're bad, you know, that they have some sort of um, agenda, you know, uh, other than just trying to learn so that maybe they could save you and your dumb fuck kids' lives at some point. Well, everybody, God everybody has an agenda. The agenda for people that don't want to say there's global warming is green. Uh, the other side is just green. Green energy, green everything to save the planet. The other side's green with money. Yes. And that's what that's about. And they are willing to look like head in the sand, stupid motherfuckers, then look at the fact that we are burning our planet. Yes. And that's not going to change. No. It really isn't. And it's an extremely real issue. And it's going to get to the point where it's not going to be reparable. I think we're already at that point. I think in the last six months I saw a story that said we've kind of reached the point of no return. We could slow it now and stuff, but we, we've, we've screwed the pooch. Yeah, I don't know about that. But I hope not because you know remember what was in the 80s when the hole in the ozone layer yeah. and everything and it was going to burn us all to death and I'm not mocking and on any way you know climate change but it has repaired itself I think the hole is still there but it's much smaller due to changes you know in in lot using aerosol spray cans and and just stuff like that we did make a difference in in repairing the ozone layer well and um, also emissions and things like that exactly. Absolutely. And I just have never seen any reason why both of these worlds uh, can exist together as far as fossil fuels and taking green energy as far as we can take it to help our power grid. And there's only one reason that can't happen, and that's greed. It's because of the oil people who have too much invested. You know, they, they've made this long, long-term investment into oil that this is the way it's going to be. And anything else that comes along now is dipping into their profits. Yeah, but if you're smart, like, you know, somebody like T. Boone Pickens was, uh, and bought up a bunch of land and put windmills on them and is putting that grid in place to exist for the next couple hundred years you realize you don't actually have to buy the land we have here in michigan right where i live we have the giant wind turbine farms all over the place yeah they're beautiful i love them these things are enormous yeah i just love watching them i can watch them all day long and but you put them out in the middle of a farmer's field and it uses minimal amount of land because the base is not that big no. and they just need to drive way out to it you know the farmer can still do everything around it and everything yeah you know it's not like it's just wasted land and that's what they're doing in oklahoma he either buys or leases the land and they're all over the place you, know, you drive through the middle of oklahoma on both sides of the road it's as far as you can see 
And we've I'd, got solar farms going up here in Michigan. Yeah. You don't think of Michigan as sunny. You think of it as snowy in Detroit. But we've got solar farms. It's great. Yeah, and it it works. Yeah. You know, but uh, you hear you hear things. You know, uh, Oklahoma is an interesting state because uh, it is a primarily originally a fossil fuel state, and right. you know, you hear. I, I ran into these guys up near Lisa's hometown uh, that you know they stay in. If we'll go up there and see her, which folks, was what uh, Woodward, Oklahoma. And what was the name of her first pet? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Sorry. What, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I know. Um, Something we talked about earlier off oh, air that nobody gets. So yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but we, you know, these guys are just in these Hampton Inns and all these hotels, and I, I thought they were oil guys, but they're wind turbine guys that, that are staying there. Right. And, you know, they they go up there for, you know, Monday through Friday and then go back to Oklahoma City or whatever large town is nearby. But they come out there and they stay in these places. And one of the guys told me the, the power it generates, which is really impressive. Um, but he says uh, most of it gets unused. You know, because, because they're... They don't want the grid to uh, have but a certain amount of green energy controlling it. That's just stupid. You know, I know that here we were asked um, by our electric company, which is a cooperative, so actually we're part owners of it, but we were asked how much of our power, if, if we wanted any of our power to be green, and it's like, why are you even asking me that? I mean, of course, yes, please do. We said yes, yes, yes. But why are you even asking that? That's so strange. Like, oh, fuck no. Don't give me your, your filthy green energy. <laughs> well, because if uh, if there's no wind for a while or no sun for a while, um, you may not have any power. <laughs> That's why they ask. There, this is kind of going off on a tangent. This was something that I wanted to talk to you. I've been, I've thought about in the last, however long since we have been on break, there have been like some pretty interesting science things that have happened. And one of them, and this goes along with not having the power and stuff. Um, they figured out finally how to make hydrogen. You know, you think of liquid hydrogen and of course you breathe it in and everything, but they have learned that they finally were able to turn hydrogen into metal they they were able to apply enough pressure to it finally which the pressure needed to do it was stronger than like it's at the center of the earth but they they turned hydrogen into metal i don't know what happened after because they they didn't know they're just sitting there applying this pressure to it so it's metal they're looking at it going oh my god we did it they they were hoping it would stay metal like once they release the press pressure but there is that chance that once the pressure is released, it goes back into its liquid and or, you know, gaseous form. Yeah. But if they are able to make hydrogen metal, like hard metal, it will be, it, it will change our lives, basically, with the computing. It will be all quantum computing. Um, 
with batteries, these if you, they, they were able to make batteries with this metal metallic hydrogen, it would never diminish. So if you put, you know, 100% power into this hydrogen battery, 10 years from now, that full amount of energy would still be there. Wow. I know. So that's like a huge, cool thing. So going along with what you're saying, if, if we could like, that, that would take care of that issue. If we had these hydrogen batteries, you know, on those cloudy days, or God forbid when the asteroid hits and it's cloudy for a hundred years, <laughs> we could have lots of batteries and power and things. Yeah. It's, uh, it's out there. The technology's out there. They can do unbelievable things, but the politics of marrying all that together is... All about money. It's very far apart. Yep. Well, I mean, it is it is uh, difficult, Stacy, in regards to keeping the economy stable while you switch something like that. You just can't do it. You know, yeah. You, God forbid all the jobs that were created building the wind turbines. Well, yeah, but they're jobs for different people, and you know, fossil fuel people lose their jobs. So, you know, the shift in the economy is, is, is pretty significant. <laughs> well, then, you know, this is what happens then. You re-educate. You re-educate that portion of the population. Give them a, a fighting chance to be able to go out well, and do that. Well, yeah. But that seems to be another issue that Republicans have. They hate educating people. They want to keep you all stupid. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because you're easier to control and you're easier to look at Donald Trump and go, man, he's awesome. That's true. Um, that goes way back. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. E- even the Koch brothers think they've created a monster. Good. They did. They, I, hope they, I hope they lay awake at night freaking the fuck out because they should. I don't think, I don't think they're down with Donald's action. I, I think it's a little too rogue for them. I don't even think he's rogue. I think the man is just... No, oh, you know what I think. I, I, uh, if you can't control him, he's rogue. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't think that he's. I don't think he's savvy enough to know that he's being rogue. I think he's just like the bull in the china shop, flailing around because he's in over it, his head. It doesn't matter. Rogue is rogue, whether he knows he is or not. They, they can't control him, and that is an issue. It's well, we issue. knew this was going to happen. It's an issue for all of us. <laughs> there, there is nothing surprising that he's done. We all knew. I mean, sure, a lot of it, at least for me personally, is like worst case stuff. Like, wow, I was really hoping he wouldn't do that. But look, he did. <laughs> In the first hundred days. Yay. <laughs> I have I have tempered my expectations. Like last night, he actually looked presidential to me while he did his speech. And I was like, thank God. I know the bar has been set so low now that because he read smoothly off a teleprompter, it's a success. The the rest of the world saw that and went, okay. (laughs) Somewhere Vladimir Putin came really hard. Yeah. That's, uh, (laughs) Vladimir Putin is, is horrible as a horrible murderous, you know, human being that he is, uh, just a complete uh, megalomaniac, and 
all the other he's narcissistic. He's what Donald could be if Donald was savvy. Yeah, he he is. Uh, he's got the shittiest economy in the world, and he's acting like he's running the place because he is. He's doing. He is. He's doing it through our economy. I mean, it's all the all the theories, all the conspiracy theories of you know what they have on Donald Trump and stuff like that um, is just amazing that that we're even talking about this. It's amazing that nothing. Uh, why hasn't he been impeached yet? You know what I mean. I, I just, I, I want him gone. I need him gone. America and the world need him gone. And no, I don't mean in an assassination type way. No. Let him live out his life knowing that he was a pitiful failure. Because, boy, if you want to push some buttons, <laughs> let him know. <laughs> what do you mean? He Because he pays way too much attention. You know? I remember, you know, thinking that George W. Bush was inside his insulated little bubble and had no idea what was happening out in the real world. And I understand it a little better now because it probably would have driven him insane if they let him, you know, look at Facebook and Twitter (laughs) and TV. Well, I mean, those things weren't even really in play while he was in office. I know. But you know what I'm saying? There was still he was very insulated. Yeah, very with inside his protective bubble, and Trump is not doing that. No, uh, but he, you know, he hasn't realized, you know, like Obama, that you know you should just do your tweet a day, um, make it very benign, presidential, and move on. You know, yes. and I mean, that's, you know. That, that's that's all he has happy to do. Happy Holocaust Remembrance Day to our Jewish friends. You know, not happy, but you know what I mean. You yeah. know, uh, he didn't even mention the Jews on the Holocaust Remembrance Day. What do you think Holocausted people? Yeah, he, uh, he did. Uh, he did address uh, address what's happening with the Jews as of late last night, which I was happy to see. Um, but he didn't. He say he was bringing it on themselves in some way. It was. I'm really paraphrasing, but wasn't it? They're the ones who are are bringing the anti-Semitic. No, I, I didn't hear anything like that. Okay, I was yeah. just seeing headlines, so no. I don't know. No, I, I I pretty much have to have his back from the standpoint that he did not say anything last night inflammatory like that. You Good. Know, it, Good. It. Uh, it pretty much was just uh, him being presidential, you know, and, and it was almost like the whole purpose of the exercise last night was, see, he can be. Then why isn't he? His life would be so much better, at least easier, Well, if I'm, he could just, you know, Jesus. <laughs> Listen, Ivanka's not around all the time to keep him in check. Yeah. I mean, it, she she's the only person that can get to him, which is scary. I wonder, do his kids, his two the two, two douchebag Eric and Donald Jr. or whatever, 
um, and her, did they did they ever just go like alone in a in a room together, the three of them, and hold each other and cry and go, "My God, Dad's embarrassing us. He's ruining us." No, I I, I don't think the two douchebag sons look at it that way at all. I think she's the only one who really knows what's up. She like how how far along his dementia is. It's not even dementia. It, it's it's. It's a a myriad of things, really. That that's about him. I mean, deme- dementia is not the right word for him. You know, because he's so carried if away. If it's early onset, it could. He he's so carried away with himself, and, and he has all kinds of other psychiatric terms attached to him. Yeah. That that far. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he has dementia at all. I think he knows exactly what he's doing but at the same time he is used to not being questioned on anything right. know, and in his businesses and and his holdings and all that he he's not used to somebody you having know, to answer to people yeah having to answer to people and now he does but doesn't think he does so <laughs> you know it's it's a very uh tough phase we're all going through right now because i do believe at some point he's going to realize that he can't behave this way i don't think he's gonna he, he's what 71 he's he is too stuck in his ways there, there's no teaching that man he he will just continue to plunder on um you know how the presidency ages. I mean, let's look at George W. Bush and Barack Obama and what their yeah. eight years did to them. I predict that Donald Trump is going to look like the Crypt Keeper in no less than six months. <laughs> you can tell already the, the 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 campaign and everything for the last year and everything. He's already just beaten down. His face no, is I mean, so much worse than it was. He and Hillary both by the end of that just looked like they'd been through a war haggard yes just no sleep just going at it for two years you know with minimal sleep and rest and you know no and uh, and honestly they're at an age where they kind of need that stuff i'm sorry i'm not being ageist but i know how much sleep i need and i'm not that old you know i i get it i I just uh. no. I'm ten years younger. You know, well, I'm, you know, almost, you know, fifteen years younger than him. I don't know how old she is. Uh, I think she's. I, I think she's like sixty seven, sixty eight, something like that. But you know, I, I'm at, I'm at a point in my life where I need an hour or so nap every day. Right. Somewhere, someplace, even twenty minutes. Makes a huge difference in my day. The power nap, yes. Yeah. And I have to think what they were going through and the way they were pushing the envelope, that they didn't get near the rest they needed. Their their bodies and their minds just took a beating. Yes. Not, not to and mention... you can't get that back. Uh, no. No, it's, I, no. It was. I've read an article within the last few years that said that it is it is impossible for you to catch up on your sleep. Yeah, that you can maintain, you know, but but you never bank it. I guess I don't know how no. else to explain no, it. No, you don't. If you if you miss a night of sleep, you've missed that, and that damage is done. You're not really repairing it. You're just maintaining. 
yeah, it's it 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 doesn't help you as you get older. You're right. You can't bank sleep. Right. Unfortunately. So I wish. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I would try so hard. <laughs> I I, uh, I definitely would sleep three or four hours every afternoon if I could, <laughs> and still be able to go to sleep at night. <laughs> I, I truly believe I could do that if I had the time, but I don't. And think how, how happy you'd be, how relaxed and healthy, and your body would just be glowing, and everyone would be like, oh, look at Lex, coochie, coochie, coochie. But, but at the same time, I like to work. I enjoy right. I enjoy working, so I don't know if that kind of lifestyle would work for me. Well, why don't you write a letter to Trump and see if he could change um, the clocks from a 24-hour version to something longer? No. You could just sign up an executive order and, you know, get that shit done right away. No, because that's meaningless stuff. Well, exactly. Pretty much everything he's signing is meaningless and, and just ruining everything. Yeah, but he's just coming through on promises he made and what put him in office. So all that. Oh, you mean getting... like destroying ISIS in thirty days? Yeah. Does that happen? Has it been thirty days? Well, I, I think ISIS is still here, but he's not going to the correspondence dinner because people are mean to him. Um, I go two different ways on that. To be fair. I think the correspondence dinner became a little too chummy for me. In what way? In the way that it was so uh, we're all in this together that people weren't asking the questions anymore like you used to get asked. You know, it's... George W. Bush sat there. I, I truly do believe that he was completely taken by surprise, that he had no idea what was about to happen. But he sat there like a trooper and let Stephen Colbert completely roast him. And he smiled and did it with dignity and grace. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump can't possess that. And I hate the fact right now that I am saying nice things about W. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> Don't make me do it. But, you know, he sat there. He chuckled. I'm sure it stung. I'm sure it hurt. But he did it. And Trump is just a big orange pussy. Well, I mean, W, for the most part, came out the other day against Trump. I saw that. Yeah. And that's like, again, it's like, oh my God, what is this world coming to where, where we're going? He's a voice of reason. (laughs) The thing, the thing that's very difficult about all this is that people are at each other's throats and what they're not realizing is that they really don't have a problem with each other's parties. What they really have a problem with is stuff that's taken our eye off the ball. It's it's hard to explain, but it's like if you voted for Trump, people just call you a an idiot. Because you they know, are. Even though, Sorry. Even, no, Stacey, uh, you, you can't say that because some of the stuff he stands for in some people's lives weighs more in his direction than hers did. 
That's just a fact. And those things, I feel, and I know what you're talking about because it's all the Republican values, which has a lot to do with taxes and jobs and money and and capitalism, um, for me personally, is is really shallow, superficial. You know, when we've got a a planet that's dying and you're worried about, you know, what your your 401k is going to do, you know, because Trump's building a wall and and all this horseshit. I'm sorry, it's shallow. It's not, it's looking out for you. That's what a Republican does. They look out for you. No, that's what anybody does. Don't kid yourself. It's what anybody does. No, actually, when I vote, I look at, see, who's going to serve the most people. I understand there will always be people that that don't get served, that, that fall through the cracks. I get that. But actually, when I vote for any politician, I am trying to figure out and hope that they will be the best for the most amount of people, not just for me. That is the difference between a shallow, superficial, dumb, redneck Republican and what, you know, the elite liberals are trying to do. Yeah, Fuck ex- except, you know, and th- this is the stuff that gets everybody in trouble. It's much grayer than that. You How know? so? And because it just is. You know, it, it. you can sit there and have your ideals and your values and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it it comes down to somebody worried about what's going to happen to them in the next six months, not the planet in 10 years or 20 years. You know, they, they got people to feed and people to worry about, and in their minds, you know... Yeah, and you know slight, what? Hold because on, if they fail... On. If they fail, the Democrats, the, the liberals out there who provide the safety net for them, which doesn't make them lazy, which doesn't make them the terrible people if they need to seek assistance. But guess what? It's there in case they do fall and hopefully can get back on their feet. Republicans don't give a fuck about those people and want to take all those programs away. That's the difference. I'm trying to tell you that most Republicans don't care about taking programs away. It certainly sounds like it. This whole war is fought between zealots on the right and left, which the more I talk to you, I'm starting to think you're one of them. Whatever. No, I, I think that liberals, I think progressives, look for ways to make everyone better to advance humanity. If you look up right now the dictionary definition of a conservative, a conservative wants you to stay right where you are. They don't want you to progress, you know, progress forward. They want everything to stay exactly as it is with no movement. And that can't happen. It has to happen. Guess what? Black people marry white people now, folks. It's happened. Um, we've got gay people who who can actually be gay, and nobody can say anything about it. You know? It happens. We move forward. Oh, my God. But conservatives don't want that because they're too much. They're just pussies. They're afraid of what they don't understand. Science is big and scary. So they'll just turn to the Bible and, oh, see, you got me started. You shouldn't have gotten me started. Yeah, you got yourself started. You always do. I just hate Republicans. I think that they're just the worst people in the world. They're not. Just a very rabid faction of them is. Just the Christian like, conservatives. Just, a, just like, you know, people on the left that are rabid about 
you know, liberal things, you know, just are so unrealistic about what they want to happen and what really can happen. It's annoying. In what way? Because you're just not going to get this liberal utopia that you want. You know, you've got to deal in realities. And you're not going to get this conservative utopia you want. You have to deal in realities that it all is a mishmash of things that are going to actually happen, not things that you want to happen. That's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, you can sit there and have these ideals about changing the world and, you know, making everything, you know, all you know, wonderful and, you know, utopic on one side. And you can talk about, you know, being God-fearing and, you know, making sure that, you know, we and serve guns, God. Guns and, and Jesus. And guns and Jesus and everything else. You know, you, you can want that. But in reality, neither one of those is good. Most people want to have a gun to protect themselves. Most people don't want, you know, dirty, sludgy, rusty water coming out of their spigot. They actually, you know, want Which, some EPA standards. Most people want, you know, realistic things. You can't just lump them into I hate all Republicans because most of them are conservative uh, about money. That's as far as their Republican nature but goes. But when they vote... For those assholes, they're voting against so much more. And that's what, you know, my brother and I go back and forth. He is a staunch Republican. and But he, but he he's is with me socially, you know. He, he thinks that gays should marry and have all the rights that everyone else does. You know, he thinks that women should make just as much money as everybody else. You know, all that stuff. He's right there with me. But when he votes, he votes against all of that because of capitalism and the dollar. That is where the root of most liberal anger comes from that your that, that the dollar is more important than you know feeding kids um getting people an education um health care you know these are all things that do that that are for bettering people you know th- there's nothing evil about hoping that you lex have health care. How is that evil? That's not. How is it evil hoping that your child gets an education? How is that evil? It's not. But apparently it is. See, most people don't look at it like that. They just don't. I think they do. Very. That, that's where my the, frustration the comes people, from. The people who make the news, the people they seek out to give those sound bites, are the ones that that get to be heard with that nonsense. Ninety percent of the people out there don't want any of this bullshit, left or right, that gets talked about every day. Most people don't give a fuck about religion and. All that stuff. <laughs> Clearly, uh, you haven't seen my Facebook, you know, timeline. Well, clearly, I know where you live, so it doesn't surprise me. But well, I'm just saying. I mean, and Michigan is a little a little bluer than you know lots of other parts of the country. Even though we voted for Trump too. I just. Uh, it's just much more in the middle than we get to see in the news cycle. Most people, if you talk to them, 
you know, you could have two people that voted for Trump uh, and vote and one that voted for Hillary. And if you sat them in a room, most of them would agree they want clean water. It's okay to have a gun to protect your house. One just doesn't want, uh, you know, a howitzer, you know, at the door when somebody <laughs> walks in, and the other one you know thinks it's okay to have as many guns as you want but at the end of the day they all want you know they don't want the earth to be you know smushed with with pollution they don't want you know people getting murdered in the streets with guns they they don't want all that stuff it's all about what they're getting sold by these fucking people on tv and what they're getting sold is they're trying to take your guns away. Well, guess what, motherfucker? Nobody's tried to take your guns away. No. No. And guess what? Two gay guys down the road marrying and then having gay butt sex has absolutely nothing to do or affects your Christianity yeah. one way or the other. So yeah. get over it. You know, if uh, they're having gay butt sex in the middle of you watching The Voice, that's one thing. But they're not. Yes. Between you and the TV in your living room. Yeah. I, I get that. You can be salty about that. But who cares? If it's down the road, who cares? Your God is still your God. Yep. Yours, personal, personal relationship. It really should have nothing to do with a president running a country. Neither should, <laughs> neither should abortions, neither should any of that stuff. But it's all religious based. It all is. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you took the, if you took the religion out of it, so many fewer people would have issues with with abortion sorry but it's totally biblical yeah i mean it's also a personal decision yeah yeah the the person that lays down at night that just had an abortion is the one that has to reconcile it deal with it uh nobody else does no but you know it's it's also and and if, if it does if you're so sensitive that you because you know that harlot across the street had an abortion and you're the one laying there in bed at night worrying about that poor baby never had a chance why don't you go out and feed a fucking kid that did actually make it you know into this world and and probably would like to not go to bed hungry because you you shouldn't you shouldn't have to live with somebody else's bad choice that's why if you want to adopt a kid a, don't make it so difficult for people to do so. Oh, I wasn't even talking about adopting. Just going to a church somewhere, a soup kitchen, and, and feeding a kid. Guess what? Go to some school nearby and, and offer to pay some random that you don't even know the kid. Offer to pay someone's lunch for, for the next six months, for the next school year. Just one kid that, that you know, probably that's going to be their only meal that they get. How about doing that instead of worrying about the, the whore that had an abortion? There. You've done something good, and it affects someone who's actually alive and, and conscious and aware of what's going on. Ta-da. Yeah, okay, but where where are there people that are voting for Hillary or liberal, you know, with the exception of the, the fanatics? Where, where are they doing that for people? I don't see them doing that for people. You know, that that's that's where the I hypocrisy is. I give money to is. Planned Parenthood, and I've given money now to the ACLU. Yeah, you have. But once well, again, saying, once again, I place you very close to the fanatics when it comes to left behavior. 
I do. Well, you're sitting there saying, you know, that that we're not doing anything. We're not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't no. send money to to Planned Parenthood in in the name of Westboro what I'm, Baptist what I'm saying, Church. What I'm saying is that. Eighty percent of you don't do jack shit, and eighty percent of the dumb redneck Republicans don't do anything either. They go to church and then right. they go home and there, fuck that, there the, it the, is. the husband across there the road. There it is. There it is. You finally see it my way. I've seen it all along your way. I get it. No, I don't think you do. Yeah, you, know, you you keep you keep uh, wanting these people to behave. You Not know. behave. How about be decent? How about have some empathy? That that's all I'm asking for. Ultimately, is empathy, where you could look at you know the really poor mom, single mom with her five kids, and instead of judging and wondering how many different dads they have, how about just you know buying them all lunch or something from McDonald's? How about just doing shit like that instead of judging, but going to church every Sunday? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, I, I just feel the hypocrisy on the right is is astounding. It is on the left, too. You just don't want to see it. I think it's much less. Okay. I see it. I just think it's much, much less. Yeah, I, I just think there's 80% of each party that doesn't give a fuck about most things. And they still put... Trump in charge of everything. Well, according to the popular vote, they didn't. Oh, the buzzer went off, by the way, like 11 minutes ago. <laughs> well, yeah, Apparently that's okay. my mute button works really well. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't see much purpose in that, but... <laughs> you know, I, I was hoping to keep these things shorter, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but... We got our political rant off for the last three weeks, so... It was building. Sorry, there you folks. Yeah, that's okay. That's why I just opened the conversation with it, because I knew it was going to circumvent back to it anyway. So, next uh, podcast, we'll have none of this. I won't, no. I won't permit it. Lexus is laying down the law. That's right, because... It goes nowhere. It goes nowhere every single time. Well, it's not going to. I mean, that is the joy of it all. We have Trump until he dies. Pretty much. Yes. So uh, there you have it. That wraps up Threesome Podcast 123. Um, there you go. Uh, Lex and Stacy air it out. Well, Stacy airs it out. Lex, Lex <laughs> tries to... Keep it in perspective. <laughs> That's where he's coming from. <laughs> and uh, and there you have it. This so. is why. Just be happy. I don't watch the news. Could you imagine me if I watched 24-hour network news, you know, during the day? <laughs> be happy. Be happy that I'm staying uninformed. Yeah, well, I don't think you stay uninformed. You just don't watch it on TV. So... You definitely aren't uninformed by any stretch. <laughs> so, uh, so there you have it. Let's wrap it up. One twenty-three in the books. Uh, we'll see you for one twenty-four next time around. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>